Ladies and gentlemen, today we're doing a three-episode spectacular, but we are breaking it up individual episodes. This one we're going to be talking about later round fantasy wide receivers, so make sure you stay tuned for this one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on into the Fantasy Sports Podcast, otherwise known as the FS Podcast. It's episode 30, big 3-0, and also our triple episode back-to-back extravaganza slapper, I guess. I don't know. And as always, my name's Jagger, and I got my co-host Way with it's, me. It's um, episode 30, and it's uh, three episodes, and there's three of us, three, three, three. There there we go. go. It's a magic number. <laughs> Third time to charm, people. So, um... I'll give a little hint for the uh, bonus episode. It's not going to be as long. It's only going to be 15 minutes compared to the normal 30. But Way and I are going to be going uh, up against each other. Head to head. And fantasy draft. Yeah. And we'll see how that goes. And now uh, when we do that episode, I want you guys to let me know how I blew Jagger out of the water. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Who won the league get- last year? Uh, I don't know. I think it's a guy named Edwin. No, so, I think it was me. Was it? I think I beat him out by like 40 points. I don't remember. I think I deleted the league. Anyways. How many times did I beat you? Like two? <laughs> out of the two times we played? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, guys. Between him and my st- uh, strats for this coming mock draft between me and him, <clears throat> gotta say, I have an advantage. No, oh, yeah? I, no, I don't. I'm just trying to... I might be honest with you. When we get to that, I might crap talk a whole lot. Because really? I, I do that anytime I play anything competitive. <laughs> it's, it's just a I'll mock. crap talk you when I'm playing bowling, right? <laughs> like, when we're just bowling with each other, having fun, I'll still do it. Would you get, like, a computer fucking... I mean, oh, playing, like... <laughs> my bad people, like, playing a battleship. And all. <laughs> I feel like... Oh, you're so bad. <laughs> G7? Uh-uh. Get that out of here. <laughs> For real, <laughs> but I wait. You got spot number G seven round two, <laughs> uh, column two and row three. <laughs> All right, but real quick, since we didn't upload on Tuesday, there has been quite a bit of news that has come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a lot of news about one player in particular, Matt Stafford with the Detroit Lions, who got placed on the Corona positive list, and then within a day later got taken off that list. I mean, I think there's still problems with his back, so... Yeah, I think it, it was kind of like a little reliever, I guess you would say, I guess. for him. I mean, they pulled Galladay off of the reserve. They did. So I think he's still... He should be good anyway. I, I don't know. Um, as well as Antonio Brown, if he decides to come back to the league, he mm-hmm. basically has to sit out half the season because <laughs> he has an eight-game suspension <laughs> as soon as he comes back. And half the season is yeah. eight games. So... Anyway. Depending if they play all eight games with this whole pandemic That's going true. on. I'm but sure uh, they will. I'm pretty sure they will, too. I, I mean, mean, I saw the Raiders. They say they're not going to have any fans Yeah. in their stadiums. I get it. I mean, it's a new it's a new stadium, too, anyways. So they don't want to get too exposed. True. But, um, it's going to be interesting to find out how this season is going to go. Um, definitely going to be a season not to uh, forget in the, past, in oh the yeah. future. So it'll be one you remember for sure. Yeah. Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, that's up to you. But yeah, just like us, you know, we yeah. have something happened to us. Uh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> growing up, I guess you would say, and now uh, you're never going to forget that class. <laughs> <laughs> so. So anyway, let's get right on into it. I already got one. I told way of this before the show. Yep. Uh, I actually got two wide receiver twos on each team. Really? One of which is Calvin Ridley with the Atlanta oh, Falcons. 
I got Ruth here. All right. And then Marvin Jones Jr. with the Detroit Lions. All right. Uh, so Calvin Ridley, like he said, from Atlanta Falcons. Um, like he said, also, he is the wide receiver number two. Of course, Julio Jones is another wide Julio. receiver. Oh, did I say Julio? Yeah. Julio Jones <laughs> is wide receiver number one for Atlanta Falcons. So last season, uh, Ridley ended off with 197 um, exact fantasy points last season. He ended at a position rank with number 27 in PPR, and he was targeted 93 times. He caught 63 of them, a total of six, 866 receiving yards. He had a total of seven receiving touchdowns, but he only had two rushing attempts, but they did end in 34 yards rushing yards. I mean, but rushing ain't everything for a receiver. Not everything. It's just kind of like, yeah. here's some sprinkles. He, on did, have, he did have some, He did have seven, though, uh, receiving touchdowns, so of course, I That's really good. bumped him up. So, did he play all 16? I'm um, looking at his um, career last season. Hold on, give me a second. He, uh, no, he did not. He played game week one to week 14, and then the rest of the week from week 15 to 16 to 17, he did not so play. So, he missed three games. He missed three games, and, of course, he missed the last three games. I think he got injured. I can't remember. Uh, Marvin Jones <coughs> also missed three games. Yeah. So Marvin Jones finished out with 193.9 fantasy points. Finished his rank 28 in PPR, so they were right next to each other. He had 92 targets, and Marvin had how many? 90 target-wise? Um, or Calvin, sorry. Yeah, so did you say Malvin? It kind of confused me. Marvin got he 92 t- targets, <laughs> and how many Marvin get? <laughs> he got targeted 93. Oh, one more. He caught 62. He got 63. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know he does have him beat in the receiving uh, yards category because he only got 779. Really? But he did get nine receiving touchdowns. Wow. Compared that to is Calvin Ridley's seven. Uh, what uh, position rank was he at? 28. PPR. 28. This guy's 27. So these guys are like mm-hmm. full on like right, close. right next to each other. And, you know, who is um number one again? For, it's Galladay, right? Galladay for them. And then Julio for. You mean Julio. Oh yeah, Julio laundry. laundry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, looking at it, like I said, um, QB wise, my band they got Matt Ryan, uh, wide receiver. Um, I mean running back Todd Gurley, and um, Todd Gurley's new, but I still feel like I feel like he's still gonna take the number one running back spot for yeah. Atlanta Falcons, even with the problems he's been yeah having. Um. I don't know. I just I feel like you know even with like Ridley sharing the field with Jones, I felt like they were both kind of even. You know, like one didn't really. Of course, Julio was up there more, but I felt like you know it was really difficult for Rid- Ridley to, to like get targets to get target to be in part of that game. You know, I don't know. Whereas um, Marvin Marvin, Marvin Jones Jr. Galladay is kind of like. Is the number one wide receiver, and of course Stafford knows him, and like they're they're a good duo. He knows they're solid. He knows yeah. he's solid, not them. Um, so same with Matt Ryan and uh, Julio Julio Jones, you know, kind of solid together. Honestly, I feel like Matt Stafford is kind of the same kind of quarterback as Matt Ryan. Yeah, so it's kind of like we said, it's, it's like they're like right next to each Except, other. Except you know, Julio is nowhere close to Galladay, or I guess Galladay is nowhere close to Julio. That is true. Galladay plays way different than Julio. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's tough, though. I mean. Mm, it is pretty tough. 
like I said, they both got to share the field with the star player. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, this is a hard one. It really is. I can't think of. Um, who are you leaning towards? Me? All right, I'll Cause start some, us off. Because sometimes I start it and then you. And then I bring up stuff. Yeah, so and let's like switch <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. So honestly, I'm gonna have to go with Marvin Jones Jr. with Detroit. Really? Uh, reason being that I feel like with, uh, wow, thinking's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. I I feel like with, cause. Oh my gosh. All wait, right. Wait, before we go with it, Ridley, his number one game last season was a uh, week, and he only played f- uh, 13 games. Yeah. Because um, he had the bye week in the middle. Um, what was his best points? was week number two against the Eagles. It's going to be a home game, and he ended off with 24.50 fancy points. He had a total of um, 105 receiving yards. He had one touchdown. Mm. So Marvin Jones Jr.'s best game was against Minnesota in Week Seven. Really? With a whopping forty-three point three fantasy points. Oh my goodness! He finished off with ninety-three receiving yards, ten catches, PPR. Keep in mind, so that's an extra ten points, mm-hmm. which brought him up to the forties. And then he had four receiving touchdowns in that game alone. Hmm. Which you know, when as you're going against that, it's kind of hard to. As Ridley only had one. Yeah. Yeah. Oops, I closed out. Yeah, so me personally, I feel like I'm going to go with Marvin Jones. Hopefully my brain can let me uh, explain myself now. I feel like reason being is that with Matt Ryan and Julio and now Todd Gurley coming yeah, in, that's true. it's a little bit tougher. I mean, sure, the Lions got a decent quarterback, the rookie they picked up with DeAndre Swift, but he's no Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. Like you know, um, you said his his number one game was against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he played against Minnesota with Ridley over here, he only had a total of six sixteen point forty points, and it was an away game. And he had, he was targeted six times. He only caught four of them, but against Minnesota, he ended off with only sixty four yards in that game. Mm-hmm. But he did have one receiving touchdown. Like I said, it ended off with sixteen point forty points, whereas um, Marvin Marvin had a total of four forty. Four receiving touchdowns. Four receiving touchdowns against Minnesota. Um, we can just tell the difference between, you know. Um, you know what? I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> this is. You it's know okay what? I think I'm. Different, I think I. No, I. I think I'm gonna have to agree with you here wow. and go with Marvin, just because like Julio Jones is just way up there. Like you said, like you can't really compare Galladay to Julio Jones. I mean, of course you I, I can. I feel like Julio is on a whole different tier than Galladay. Yeah, like you can like. Of course, you can argue on how d- different traits are in together, like they're, they're in the same trait, but at the same time. But like Julio, sorry to interrupt, but Julio's like fast. He's tall and he's strong. Yeah. Galladay's fast, not as strong as Julio. Still decent sized guy. He got his, you know, he got his abilities. Yeah, his, his uh, perks. But he's not a Julio. He's yeah. not a DeAndre Hopkins. So I'm uh, with that. I think I'm uh, gonna have to. I'm gonna have to agree with you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Our first agreement mm-hmm. of today. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Marvin just because, like, Gall- I'm not saying Galladay is not won't outshine in many games, but I feel like Galladay is gonna have one of those games where it's it's gonna be really low for him. Yeah. Whereas when Marvin's just gonna blow up and take it, you know, away from him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna have to agree and go ahead and I think uh, Rid- Ridley was above 
Uh, Ridley was above. So I'm because he finished as a 27. Okay, so then I'm going to have to pick up uh, Marvin. Yes, I'm going to agree. Pick up Marvin. I got another one here. This will be fun. It's another backup situation. Oh, here we go. Because it's the deep wide receiver ranking episode. It is. If you guys uh, haven't looked at the title (laughs) or heard me talk about it in the intro (laughs) or heard us talk about whatever we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. So um, here we go. Are you going to pick up Emmanuel Sanders with his new team of the New Orleans Saints or are you going to – no, I'm sorry. Are you going to stick with Emmanuel Sanders or are you going to pick up Curtis Samuel with Carolina? Both backups. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go ahead and, and look at Emmanuel Sanders at the moment. All right. Um, his career last season, of course, he's been with Denver for a couple of years. And then well, when he first started, I think he was with Pittsburgh, uh, the Steelers for a bit. And then um, the Broncos. And then he was San Francisco again last season. And he now he's w- over to New Orleans. He was with, uh, wasn't he with... Um, the Broncos for like a couple games in, and then he got traded to the. Yeah, he played like seventeen games somehow. With the Broncos. No, he he played seventeen games over over the total season. Oh, even he, got, he got traded. He played his game that week with Bron with Denver, and then got traded and played that same week with San Fran. Wow, so that would have been weird for him, huh? I don't know. He only got a couple of days to recoup. Get, All right, know. get out there. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> He did out. He did really good though in his first game. I remember. Oh yeah. Um, so looking at San Francisco, he's he was with last season, of course, of course, with them making it to the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, losing it. We're not gonna go into that. Mm. So um, so last season with the Broncos and the 49ers, he ended off with 190.30 fantasy points last season. He was ranked number 30 in PPR. He was targeted 97 times. He caught 66 of them. He had a total of 869 receiving yards and a total of five receiving touchdowns and no rushing attempts at all. Oh, okay. But yards per carry was 13.17, which, is of course, not is not bad at all. No. So, did he play all 16? Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, uh, th- you just said he played all 16, didn't oh. he? No. I'm sorry, people. I don't know why. <laughs> My brain is like... <laughs> Not there. <laughs> <laughs> did he play? Because I was just about to ask you again. Yeah, did he? Did he play uh, all sixteen? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm trying to look at it at the moment. Um, I'm trying to figure out like which game he blew up in, but the like on which team he was on though is the question. Mm-hmm. But um, team rank with the uh, New Orleans right now, they are. Second place in passive touchdown. Yeah, and he had a total of five touchdowns last season. So I don't know. It might kind of bump up for him. Carolina is ranked second in pass attempts, mm. New not Orleans passing yards. Pass touchdown for New Orleans is second. <laughs> but um, so Curtis Samuel also played all. 16. I don't know. I was about to say 36 because, you know, there's apparently 36 games in the <laughs> NFL now. Um, he finished his rank 36 in PPR and standards. So Wait, there's far. 36 now? No, he finished his rank. Oh. Uh, oh, okay, moving on. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not all there, too. <laughs> he was targeted 106 times and caught about half of them, 54. Mm-hmm. Only 627 receiving yards. He did get six receiving touchdowns, though, and mm. Emmanuel Sanders got... Five. He did have a rushing touchdown though. Did he? 
So that uh, that's nice. So a total of seven touchdowns by the end of this season. And he was healthy. Mm, I don't know. Nothing. Um, he blo- or uh, Curtis Samuel. He blew up against Tampa Bay. And as I've said in the past, if Trubisky can throw against Tampa Bay for six touchdowns, anyone can do it. But Samuel finished off with 23.8 points against Tampa Bay, at Tampa Bay, Yeah. with a receiving touchdown, 70 yards, and that was when he got the rushing touchdown as well. And what was Sanders? Emmanuel Sanders' biggest? The biggest game, of course, is going to be with the 49ers, going to be against the team he's actually on right now. Week um, 14 against the New Orleans Saints. That was a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that game when. Oh, was that the Kittle game? Yeah, that was the yeah. Kittle game. Yeah, so it was um, week fourteen against the Saints. He ended off with a total of thirty-four point ten fantasy points. He was targeted nine times, caught seven of them. He had a total of a hundred and fifty-seven receiving yards and a total of one receiving touchdown. So and that was against uh, when he was with the Forty ers of mm-hmm. course. But I think when he was with. The Broncos beginning of the season. His his uh other game that he blew up in, I guess he would say, was week uh twenty I almost said twenty eight. Twenty. <laughs> week two. He ended off with twenty eight. There okay. you go. Okay. Point eighty points with a total of eleven receiving out of thirteen with a total of ninety eight yards and a total of one receiving touchdown, which is not bad when he's considered on both the teams at the time. Mm-hmm. Um you know what? It's gonna be a little difficult because now with he's with the Saints. He got Drew Brees, Drew Drew Brees, Drew Juju. Drew, Drew, sorry, I'm like Juju, <laughs> like the wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, but I know what you mean. You got Drew Brees. You got Michael Drew Thomas Brees. On there you got Michael well. Thomas, of course, coming with like was he the number one? Um, yeah, he was the number one. Yeah, at least in PPR. Even running back Kamara too. Kamara Still can solid. take his place. You know. Um, not of course in wide receiver, but like you know he can yeah. receive, <laughs> and I uh, of course um uh, tight end Derek Cook, I just feel like Emmanuel Sanders is gonna have a little difficult for him to get that 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 um targeted many times just because the Saints already have a lot of star power, mm-hmm. and it's only like mm-hmm. three of the guys you know yeah and of course they get all the star power they can get, um whereas um Curtis Samuel Samuel who he's does got, he have he's got well he's got Christian McCaffrey oh okay so that's it's Kamara, but like Kamara 2.0. Yeah. And then he's got uh, – right now they have Bridgewater listed as the starting quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. They do. I, I don't know. And then they got DJ Moore as the wide receiver one, who was pretty solid, and then Curtis Samuel. And they have Ian Thomas playing as tight end because Greg Olson, if you remember correctly, went to Seattle. That is right. So, I mean um. – because, like, you could make the argument that – Sure, Curtis Samuel doesn't have to compete with as much people, but I it's but just like I feel like he's not Emmanuel Sanders. Like I feel like Emmanuel Sanders is gonna kind of make it work. He's gonna find a certain way. He did it in San Francisco. He like did. He did because San Francisco already had a lot of star power with him coming into the team, and mm-hmm. of course he kind of he he outshined. He got thirty four. Was it thirty four? I said thirty four points in, against the New Orleans Saints mm-hmm. that game. Where I I just feel like he's gonna find an opening where he can take it. You yeah, know? I mean, he'll whereas see it. Uh, Samuel Samuel, it might be a little difficult for him. Maybe he doesn't have that same mentality. Because I mean, we've seen Bridgewater shine oh, last yeah. year when he filled in for Breeze. He was still pretty good. Uh, did you say Bridgewater? Yeah, I said Bridgewater when he filled in for Breeze. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Duh. What am I thinking? <laughs> Moving on. Anyways, 
But I also feel like you have to make the fact that, sure, they got Christian McCaffrey, but they have Teddy Bridgewater throwing him the ball. Mm-hmm. They have that Carolina offensive line. Yeah. It, it's it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> to say the least. I mean, and he's still got to compete against DJ Moore, mm-hmm. who finished as the wide receiver 16 in PPR last season. Wow. I mean, you know, it's not a Emmanuel Sanders situation where he's going up against the supposed best receiver in the NFL right now. Yeah. So, mm, I it's another hard one. I always think that these deeper ones are always harder. Yeah. Because you got to factor like, in a whole like, lot more. Because, you know, with him with being, like, wide receiver number two, and then, you know, of course, of course you can have one of these wide receiver number twos start on your starting lineup. Um... It's just that like you can use them as a flex or something. Mm-hmm. It's just a little difficult to you know make the, the it's decision. It's hard to gauge the <laughs> backups or yeah. not, not so much backups, but the, the second starting role because the like some teams they focus on the wide receiver team yeah. more than the one, and some focus like on I said, the one. Like I would definitely use like last like the last uh, last one we did. Last one it was uh, I already forgot. It was like five minutes too. ago. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? It was uh, Garf. Ga- uh, I got you. It was Ridley and Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones. See, like I would definitely use Ridley as in my starting lineup as a flex or just a wide receiver number two. Mm-hmm. Like I would use him. Same with Emmanuel Sanders. I would do that too. Um, Samuel, maybe kind of fifty-fifty chance that so much. You gotta look at like what games he blew out last season. Yeah. So, I I think I'm gonna have to go ahead and stick with Sanders. Sanders. I think hmm, I'm, I think I'm honestly gonna have to agree because I like the point you made earlier that Sanders has made the point to show us that he can find a groove. Yeah. Compared to um, Curtis Sam- Samuel. Yeah. Who seems like he's kind of struggling. He's he not. Is. He's I not mean, struggling, but like. We're not saying he's like a bad wide receiver, of course. No, he's. Well, you got to be a good wide receiver to be in the NFL. Yeah. Think about and it. And he's back. He's the backup. He's wide receiver number two. Mm-hmm. For, I forgot what team he's on. See, this is where my mind's the at. Panthers. <laughs> you you studied there a bit too. Like, I had to uh, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> the Panthers, and you know they got McCaffrey too. McCaffrey kind of counts as wide receiver. He does. You know, I mean, he's got the run game, but still, what shined the most was his receiving ability last season. Yeah. So. I mean, did you see in Madden they gave him his own uh, X factor this season? Did they? Oh yeah. Ankle I breaker. You, I think you told me that. Yeah, yeah, I remember. So did um, Lamar. Yeah, his, uh, his ability is called like big trust. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna, yeah, I feel like, like I'm gonna have to stick with Sanders because, like you said, and or I said, I guess earlier, like he can find that opening and just go for it, you know. And he's gonna outshine mostly. I'm not saying he's he's not gonna do good or well, but he's gonna be there when you need him in those certain games. Yeah. Um, here we go, people. I forgot the Saints last year. The Saints. This ain't uh, scheduled for the new coming coming 2020 oh. season. Come on. I forgot Ooh. it. And Sanders is only 33 years old, and he, the height of 5'11". Oh, no, he See? was still playing yeah. like he was some young dude. And he's my height. I'm 5'11". <laughs> <laughs> We're both 5'11", so that dude got some hop. Let's just say that. Yeah, he's got he's got something. <laughs> <laughs> something. It's going to be the I think this might be the last one yes, for this oops. episode. But as always, I said earlier, we got the triple episode extravaganza, so it's not like we're really ending the episode. 
Oh no, it's just for this segment. I guess yeah. you say. But this counts as an episode. It so. does. You people know what we meant. We <laughs> talked about it earlier. Have we done CD Lamb against, or what? just in general? Just in general. I don't think we have because CD right now is ranked as the. I think we did second. Ju- I think we did Crowder before, didn't we? We did Crowder. We did Crowder. We did Kirk too. Yes. We, we did do Jerry, uh, Jerry Judy, didn't we? No. I don't think we did. Oh, we can count Ruggs in now because now he's gonna he be is playing. playing. With the Raiders, well, so maybe we should do like a. He's expected. He he's expected, but maybe like one time, just one time, when we do another stick and pick him, let's just do one rookie against rookie. Yeah, just one. Just like one. Just one. Just to see how it goes. You know what I'm saying? I feel like though with the rookie wide receivers, it's a lot harder. Definitely, than like the quarterbacks with them coming in. Uh, Jefferson's. Why wouldn't? What about Justin Jefferson? And. Where is he at? I, I just saw him. Justin Jefferson or... Ooh, I, I got one, though. No, Darius Slayton's wide receiver number three. Okay, I got one. Go for it. Shoot me. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Shoot me with that. The shot. <laughs> Fire <Yeah>. away. <laughs> so, right now they have Marquise Brown ranked as the wide receiver one, but last season he was not. He was ranked as wide receiver two. I thought he was ranked three. Oh, I think he made his way up. Yeah, I think he did. But me personally, uh, I think this is a fair matchup, honestly. Okay. Even though the other guy is listed as the wide receiver, too. So right now, right now, where was I going with that? Um, (laughs) Are you going to stick with D.D. Westbrook of Jacksonville or go ahead and pick up Marquise Brown of Baltimore? And there was some news about Marquise where he stacked on an extra 35 pounds. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah, it says right there. Yeah. Brown says he's up to 180 pounds. Uh, he packs on pound. Um, he weighed about 166 last year. Wow, he really That's did. That's some major gains in the offseason. I don't know if that's good for him or what. I mean, I think he'll lose his speed because he was fast. So looking at Marquise Brown, I think he was injured. Wasn't he, wasn't he injured He was last kind of season? battling an injury after week one. Um, oh. It's loading again. Okay, I'll start then. Go for it. Why is his loading? Yeah. So, D.D. Westbrook, yes, as I said, he was the wide receiver two, or he still is the wide receiver two <laughs> of uh, Jacksonville. But he missed one game last season, and he was ranked as the 42nd receiver in PPR, targeted 101 times for consecutive years, this year and last year, and caught the same amount of 66. <laughs> He got 660 yards. He sure likes the number six. Because yards <laughs> per target was also 6.53. <laughs> <laughs> but his uh, receiving touchdown total was only three. Oh. So. Add three more. Six. He got another six on the board. <laughs> Whereas Brown over here ended off with a total, because he was a rookie last season. Yes. He ended off with a total of um, 146.40 fantasy points last season. He was ranked number 46 in PPR. So that's four spots lower. Uh, he was targeted 71 times. He caught 46 of them. He only had, though, a total of 584 receiving yards last season. Whereas others averaged, like, what, 700 to 800 at least? At least. Well, Didi what average, or he didn't average. He, he hit 600. He hit 600. 600. Well, I guess. Well, he had a brown on the... 584. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a total of seven receiving touchdowns, though. Ooh. 
Um, I'm sure most of them were against Miami week one. I'm pretty sure two <laughs> was. Um, he did miss a total of one, t- just two games last season. But the one game he blew up against was Miami. Miami. There you go. Week one. Week one with a total of. 30.70 <laughs> fantasy points. He. I remember when he hit that game, everyone was like, Yeah. Oh, he's our savior. We need him. <laughs> I had and him on the waiver. And everyone picked him up. And, and the next week, he just. Against you know. Arizona, went 16. They're like, Okay, well, you know, he's going to do better against Arizona. And then he got six. So, okay, give him a chance. Maybe one more. One more week. <laughs> and he got six. Uh. Week four, Cleveland. Oh, okay, Cleveland. Okay, let's do this. Because right. the height kind of went down for Cleveland. He got six points again. Oh. The and they're again. like, all right, let's get rid of him. And then they're like, 11.20. Okay, he's showing some sign. All right, <laughs> he's showing some signs <laughs> alive. Hit him let, with another let's, shot. Let's, <laughs> let's, 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 pick him, let's pick him up. So they pick him up. Week six and seven. Boom. Zero points. Fat goose egg. I think that's when he got injured. And they're like, after his, he had three weeks to rest because he had a bye week in week eight. So they thought, like, okay, should we, should we gamble? <laughs> should, should we We've been gamble? gambling all season. I haven't won a single game yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then like week nine, seven points. Uh, oh, all right. Well, this I dude know. is like the OBJ <laughs> for me last season with the Cleveland Browns. I don't know why. If I had Marquise Brown, I would have just dropped him in week three. Honestly. Honestly, though. I'm like, okay, what am I? What am I dissing him for? <laughs> this is stick him or pick him. Like, am I gonna? All right. Like I said, it's not diss him or. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> diss him. So uh, let me continue on before I got distracted. Week one was his number one game, of course, against Miami. Total of thirty point seventy fantasy points. He had a he was targeted five times. He, he caught four of them. He had four receptions, my dude, and <laughs> <laughs> a total of a hundred and forty seven yards. Yeah, four. He caught Cause four because he, he just kept running a go route. He caught four. They're like, all right, uh, here, uh, you go on an in route. You go on a slant. All yeah. right, Marquise, just run. <laughs> I'll throw you the ball. This dude <laughs> caught four times, got the ball four times, that's and like a total the, uh, of 147. That's like the broken stat line of Randy Moss. Yeah. You ever see that one where he caught the ball three times, got three touchdowns, and had almost 200 receiving yards? Oh, my. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he had a total of 147 receiving yards, and he had a total of two touchdowns. And he only caught the ball four times. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, he is, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm sorry, guys. I just so mind blowing when you think about Way it. Spicing up the show with <laughs> some intensity. Yeah, <laughs> let me just restate that. Um, um, caught the ball four times. Uh, he- headphone warning. Um, <laughs> he caught the ball four times. People, <laughs> two touchdowns and 147 yards against Miami. <sighs> His snap percentage was 18, and he still managed it. Because I remember that. Eight. I remember seeing his snap percentage, and I'm all like. Well, hold on. If he can get this much off of 18% of snaps, what if he's out there for 100? Yeah, exactly. And then you pick him up. I didn't. I never picked him up personally because mm-hmm. I think someone wavered him before I did. But I see someone picked him up, and I'm all like, oh, oh, yeah, that's rough. Oh, oh, it gets worse. Oh, there's more salt in the wound. This dude in week 13 against the 49ers, his snap percentage was 57. His highest at his whole career was 57. No, it was six. It was sixty-five, but this one was the second, the best. Okay, it was fifty-seven. Fifty-seven, my seven point eighty points. <laughs> seven point eighty points, people. 
All right, well, here we go, because we're running low on time. We're oh, gonna, my bad. We're going to wrap it up. Let's go, kinda, let's go, let's but go. But we still got more, so oh, uh, wait, wait, wait. stay tuned. Wait, wait, wait. Four catches. Yards per carry out of four catches. 36.8. Yeah, I don't know if you know. 36, 36 yards point eight per carry. Mm-hmm. Out of four catches. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All right, moving on. Go, 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 go. Moving on. So, uh, D.D. Westbrook's best game was Week 17 against Indianapolis. He caught, or he was targeted eight times, caught the ball seven times, so not four. He only got one receiving touchdown, though. And he does have Gardner Minshew as his quarterback. Yeah. While uh, Marquise has good old, I was about to say Russell, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Even though, like I said, Brown put on an extra pound. Extra pound, more like extra double digit pounds. Yeah, and he didn't play that much. It was kind of a roller coaster last season. Mm-hmm. He only outshined one game, and he only had like four catches. Like I said, I'm pretty sure you guys knew that already. <laughs> but he's the number one wide receiver coming to 2020 season. Mm-hmm. He got Lamar, who's not going to focus on his running game as he says. So I don't know if you guys are saying seeing this, but I'm holding my two fingers saying kind of hard to running see game. I'm going to have to go ahead and uh, stick with Brown. Wow. It's a historic day in history. We've agreed all three times <laughs> on the show because I'm also going with Brown. I honestly feel like he has a lot of upside. Yeah. And I could definitely see it shining his way. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the first episode in the box wrapped up of the Triple Extravaganza episode Bonanza. Wow. It's kind of nice ring to it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that down. <laughs> Uh, so you know, do you want me to send this off? Or yeah. sh- should I send this off? Yeah, send us off. Just I'll do it in case day. they're like, "Hey, I gotta go do something real quick." I'll listen to the next episode later. All right. So if you guys want to keep up with me and Jagger and FS Podcast in general, of course, for the next two episodes, um, of course, uh, follow us on our social media accounts. Our Instagram account is fantasy.sports.podcast, and our Twitter account is f underscore s underscore podcast. Did I say that fast? F underscore s underscore podcast. F yeah. underscore. F underscore S underscore podcast for a Twitter account. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys want to go ahead and keep up with it, go go ahead and give us a follow. Keep up with us. Like like our posts. Participate in our polls we do. And leave us comments and give us feedback so we can do better, of course, for the next couple episodes. And as always, thank you for tuning in for the actually stay tuned for the FS podcast. <laughs>